0: Psalms 84, gonna be reading from Psalms 84, verse five through seven. And I'll be reading the new international version, I think NIV. Well, I have an idea. It's okay. That's fine. Can somebody say with me, in Jesus' name? Psalms 84, verse 5. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Becca, or weeping, the valley of weeping, they make it a place of springs. For a place of blessings. Those who have those who have the strength in you, they will pass through those valleys of weeping of hurt, but he says they will make it a place a place of strength. And somebody saying Amen. The Adam rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God. In in Zion. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for we have worshipped you. We have felt your presence on a mighty way. But right now, I want to ask you, Lord, to touch our hearts, touch our minds, and bless us through your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Gloria. Hallelujah. And I thank God for the visitors again. Jesslyn Smith, it was nice to have you in the house of the Lord. And this couple back there. God bless you. Hope God. I know God has a word for you today. And we're glad to see the Hernandez family back. Oh it's good to Hallelujah. They're doing good. Amen. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about. God of the valley. Can somebody say, I serve a God of the valley? Amen. What is a valley? By definition, the word valley, it means a broad depression between two hills. It can also mean a low area of land between hills or mountains. There are around 2,794 valleys in Texas. I I didn't know there were so many. But uh, most famous known or uh, among others are the Red River Valley in northern Texas. Another one is the Dinosaur Valley State Park near Fort Worth, Texas. That's in central Texas. And of course, the Rio Grande Valley. Somebody knows the Rio Grande Valley? That's in South Texas. It borders Mexico and and the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, we can associate a valley in our spiritual lives to those days uh, or even seasons in our walk with God. And, oh, yes, uh, Christians, uh, we have we are bound to have bad days. Can somebody say amen? Even though we serve God, even though we're in the house of God, but, you know, we're bound to have those bad days. The enemy, it's never, uh, he's never going to stop. He wants us. He's here to destroy it. He wants to destroy you, destroy your family. But greater is he that's in us. Can somebody say amen to that? Those days where things don't go as we plan or as we wanted. uh, As a matter of fact, Jesus never said in in his word that everything was going to be okay. That everything is going to be without trials. Actually, the Bible states in Acts 14.22. It says that they encouraged them to continue in the faith. Who wants to continue in the faith? Reminding them that we must suffer many hardships. Oh my God, it sounds terrible, right? But that's the word of God. We have to remind ourselves that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. But you know what? Jesus has promised one thing. He didn't promise that everything was not going to be okay. He didn't promise there weren't going to be any hardships. But he promised to be with us every day of our lives. Can somebody say amen to that? Can we give him praise? Hallelujah. He promised to be with us. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be valleys in our walk with God, but we need to understand that we serve a mighty God. He is still the Alpha and the Omega. He's still the one, the everlasting one. He is the Almighty One, Jesus. Can somebody say amen to that? Psalms 23 and 4. says, even when I walk through the darkest valleys, that's the New uh, Living Translation. Even as I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close besides me. And then somebody say, Amen. You are he is close to us. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. And somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. And he is with us in all our valleys. A valley might might bring out the fear in us, but they also bring us closer to our shepherd. King David reminds us that through, although we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter if in our walk with God, there's going to be some highs, there's going to be some lows. But I can tell you this morning that the God that I serve, he is God above in heaven. He is a God on earth, and he is God even underneath, under earth. Can somebody say amen? He's God of the mountain, but he is also God of the valley. I said he's God in the mountain when everything's going good, but he is also God in the valley. He promised to be with us. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that I feel him closer to me when I'm going through those days where not where things are not happening my ways. When I think nobody understands me, when I think nobody cares about me, I can feel the presence of God in my life because he has promised to be with us. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen to that? On the other hand, the Bible speaks of mountains and hilltops, and we can associate that to our good days, the spiritual wellness, or even triumph of lives. Can somebody say amen? When everything is going great, it's going our way, we have good health, we have a good work, and they're paying us, you know, enough. (laughs) And we might have a little bit extra money in the bank, and everything is fine. We feel. Uh, or we can say we are on top of the mountain. Can somebody say amen? Even in sports or, or Olympic games, the highest podium goes to the winner. So you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the highest, it means you're, you know, the winners, uh, or the gold medalist. Can somebody say amen? But in our walk with God, yes, amen, we're going to go through some valleys. But it doesn't matter where we're at. He's still our Lord. He is here, our Lord, and he has a crown of life prepared for you and me. We might, we might not get a gold medal, but we have something greater. I said we have something greater. He promises a crown of life, eternal life for you and me. But we have to understand that our God needs to be praised when we're high on the mountain, but also he needs to be praised when we're down in the belly. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen to that? Oh, yeah, in the Bible, we can find many victories. Uh, Noah, he had his victory on, on the mountains of Ararat, where the ark and uh, had its landing after the flood. Can somebody say amen? That was a day of victory for him, his family. Moses has his, his, victory, uh, 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 his victory day on Mount Sinai. Zion, okay, on Mount Sinai. Can somebody say amen to that? Where were he spoke to God face to face and he received the commandments from God on the tablets? Can somebody say amen to that? Elijah, the prophet, he had a great victory on Mount Carmel over the prophets of Baal. Can somebody say amen to that? Even fire came down from heaven that day it was a great victory. But the greatest victory for all the ages is the one our Lord Jesus Christ had over Satan and over death on Mount of the Olives. Can somebody say amen? So there is victory in the mountain. But I'm telling you, church, we can be, hallelujah, going through a ballet this morning, but he's still with us. He's still in victory. It doesn't matter what the enemy tells us. He, we serve a victorious God. Hallelujah. And we are more than conquerors. Through everything we go, we are more than conquerors. Can somebody say amen? So we can certainly say and state this morning that our Lord is Lord of the mountains. Yes, but um, uh, uh, I need to tell you this. My God, He's Lord of the mountains, but He's also Lord of the valley. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where we are spiritually or geographically. You know, we're in a mountain or we're in a valley. It doesn't matter. He is still Lord of lords. I said, he's still Lord of lords in the mountains and in the valleys. My God, is still God. It doesn't matter if I'm hurting. It doesn't matter if my feelings got hurt. It doesn't matter if I got run away from work and, and you know, my, my employer doesn't want me there no more. My God, is still God. And he still deserves all the praise, all the glory. Can somebody say amen? Do we serve a mighty God? I don't know about you, but my God it's still mighty. It doesn't matter if the doctor has told me that I have COVID or not COVID. He, we still serve a mighty God. He's still in control. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Our God is still in control. Even though we have our highs and we have our lows, he knows what we're going through. He, has, The Bible says he has, he has even counted each of our hairs in our head. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God, church. I said, we serve a mighty God. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. In 1 Kings chapter 20, there's a story of a... When I say story, it doesn't mean that it's just a story. It's actual fact. But he talks to us about the people of uh, uh, of Israel. The Syrians came against the people of Israel and they gathered 34 other nations and they came to destroy the Israelites. But we have here in uh, verse 28. This is what happened when you trust in God. The men of God went. To the king of Israel and said, This is what the Lord says. The Armenians or Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills and not of the plains. In other words, they were saying, Your God is God of the mountains, but not of the valleys. So the Lord says, So I will defeat this best army for you. Can somebody say amen? Then you will know that I am the Lord. The two armies camped opposite of each other for seven days. On the seventh day, the battle began, and the Israelites killed 1,000 Armenian foot soldiers in one day. Can somebody say amen? The rest fled into, the, into a, a town, but the wall fell on them and killed another 27,000. Hallelujah. Benedict fled into the town and hid in a secret room. But what I'm trying to say here, yes, because the Syrians, they said, your God is God of the mountains. Oh, we know. But he's not God in the past. So what, what's, what happened? God said, you know what? Since they don't want to uh, 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 praise me and, and, and give me recognition that I'm God of everywhere, I'm going to destroy that army. In one day, 127,000 men die because they didn't give God the glory. Can somebody say amen? So this is what I'm trying to get you. When we recognize that God is God of the mountain, when everything is going good, when everything is going well, when we have health, we have prosperity, I mean, financially, we're okay. Physically, we're okay. Yes, we can praise God and we can feel His presence. That's good. We should do that. But when we're down in the valley, when we're down in those days where we don't feel God is close to us or we think He's not close to us, but He's always there, that's when we should praise Him more. That's when we should glorify our God more. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I've been to many of those days, uh, uh, Brother Richard. But those days, you know what? The enemy wants to keep me away from the presence of God. But I've learned that if I kneel before my God and and I start humbling myself before God, sooner or later, he's going to touch me. He's going to bring me up. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. He has promised to be with me every day of my life. Not only when I feel okay, not only when everything is okay, but on those days when things are not are going our way, in those days when the enemy is trying to, uh, uh, trying to uh, take, take us away from serving God, he's trying to discourage us from serving God, from giving God praise. Those are the days when God is closer to us. Those are the times where God is closer to us. The enemy is a liar. In the name of Jesus, God rebuked the enemy. He is a liar. In those days, he wants us to believe that oh, you're not you're not going nowhere. Uh, you're sick, I mean, you don't have no money. You are having a, a bad relationship with your kids or with your siblings or with neighbor. So many things that the enemy come, they, it comes to us. He wants us to stop praising our God. But I have learned. In my small, in my little walk with God, that when you start praising the Lord, something happens. When the people of God get together and start praising the Lord, Brother Hernandez, greater great things are bound to happen. Why? Because He 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 is in the midst of our a uh, uh, praise. He's in the midst where two or three are gathering His name. There He is. Can somebody say Amen? So nothing is gonna stop me to praise the pra- to to praise the Lord. Nothing is going to stop me to giving glory to my God. Nothing is going to stop me to say, oh, God, you're my, uh, you're my, oh, you're the almighty God. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the doctor told me. You're still my almighty God. I still trust in you. Can somebody say amen? That's why we read on uh, 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 Psalms 84, verse 5, those whose trust in the Lord or whose strength is in the Lord. Yes, we're gonna go. We're gonna pass through those valleys, But I want you to understand. He says, "Pass through the valley of weeping." The church that has been blessed with the Holy Ghost, the church that has been blessed uh, by the name of Jesus, we're gonna bound to go through few valleys. Oh, so yes. But we're gonna. We're not gonna stay in that valley. Can somebody say, "Amen"? We're not gonna stand there and and stay in that valley. He promises that we're gonna go through the valley. So, even though we're going through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Can somebody say, Amen? Hallelujah. Can we give him a hand of applause? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the darkest days of our walk with God, that's when he wants our trust. That's when our faith should be greater in him. Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. He says, each time he said, my grace is all you need. Can somebody say amen? His grace is all we need. My power works best in weakness. The power of God. Works best in our weakness. So, if you want to have a, a a close encounter with our God, if you want to have a a, a miracle day in your life, if we are bound to go through different situations, to different valleys. Can somebody say Amen? Because His power is greater in our weakness. Oh, hallelujah! I don't know if you is somebody getting what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter where we're at. It doesn't matter uh, how we feel. He wants to bless us. He wants to glorify his name. When we're going through those valleys, he wants to glorify himself in our lives. Can somebody say amen to that? Because the power of God. its Somebody here would like to witness the power of God. Will somebody want to be a part of the power of God? He says that it works best in our weakness. In those days when we have, when we have to walk through the battle. And Paul wrote, that's why I take pleasure. Listen to this. He takes pleasure in my weakness and in insults, in hardships, in persecutions and troubles. That I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak. Then I am strong. When we are weak. Then when we can show the enemy. That we are strong. When we are going through that belly. And we feel the weakness in our body. in, in our in, in our lives. That's when we can testify to the enemy. I am strong. Because I am standing on the rock. And the rock is Jesus. I said, the rock is Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen to that? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8. Verse 28, he says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for good. To whom? To those who love God. How many uh, love God this morning? To those who love God, everything works together for good. And them that are called according to his purpose. Not my purpose, not your purpose. His purpose. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? 835? No. Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or destitute? Or in danger or threatened with that? No, no, no. Despite all these things, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter, church, what we're going through. And I hope and I pray that everything's good in your life. That everything's great. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I hope you're on top of the mountain, Brother Richard, every day. I pray that, you know, you find yourself in victory every day. But when we're going through those valleys, He is still our God. He's still our God. He's still working miracles in our lives. Sometimes we need to go through those valleys because He wants to show us something. He doesn't. He, 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 we are His children, and He don't want to hurt us. He doesn't want to, to go to uh, trouble just you know, because he don't love us. No. In ev- what I've learned that in every trial, in every valley, he wants to teach us something. He wants to guide us. He wants to direct us. Sometimes we go to the valleys because we have chosen something that is not the most, the right thing. But the most intelligent thing. Because we didn't. Talk to God before taking a de- making a decision. You know what I'm saying? So he let us go through those valleys so we can trust more in him because he wants to direct us. When we feel a little bit hurt, we feel like we're not having our best day, ask yourself. Or talk to God and ask him, what do you want me to learn from you, God? What do you want to show me? Where do you want me to, do, to direct my spiritual life? You know what? He's going to show you. He's going to answer your prayers. Because he doesn't want us to be hurting. All he wants to do is to direct our lives to him. Can somebody give him a hand of applause? Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. So, even if we are going through the valley in our walk with God this morning, we need to recognize the God, that God is always God. He's still the Almighty. Even if I don't feel His presence, even if I don't feel uh, that things are going my way, He's still the Almighty God and He deserves all the glory and all the honor. Can somebody say Amen? There's different valleys that we have to go through in a walk with God. And the Bible talks about different ones the valley of the shadow of death, the valley of dry bones in Ezekiel. But in Joel chapter 3, there's a valley of decision. And I feel this is for our church for today. It is for somebody here this morning. We have to make a decision. Sometimes we're going through a valley. And we don't know where to go. But we need to make a decision. And I pray to God that we take the right decision. Let's read what the word says. Thousands upon thousands are waiting in the valley of decision. There the day of the Lord will soon arrive. Can somebody say amen? Sooner or later, the day of the Lord will arrive. The sun and the moon will grow dark and the stars will no longer shine. The Lord's voice will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth will shake. But the Lord, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people, a strong fortress for the people of Israel. And we are also the people, of spiritual Israel. He is a refuge today for you and me. He's a strong fortress. For you and me this morning. But it's not up to me, it's not to elder up to Elder John. It's up to you. Your decision. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna trust in my God. I'm gonna have faith in my God, even if I'm walking through a valley of the shadow of death. I'm gonna trust in my God, I'm gonna have faith in him, even if I don't feel that I'm on top of the mountain. Yes, we're going to get there, but to get to the top of the mountain, we need to go through a few valleys. Let's stand up in our feet this morning. Will you close your eyes and lift up, lift up your hands? Let's talk to the Lord for a few minutes. If you're go into a valley this morning... God wants to assure you that He is with you. He's walking by our side. As a matter of fact, sometimes He carries us on His arms in those troubled days, in those dark eight days. Let's praise the Lord for a minute. Vamos a adorar a Dios por unos minutos.